It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Open this podcast. Here he is, uh, the voice of God, Akiva Winokur. Yeah, that is. Uh, is there an ori- original voice of God? Like <laughs> the who's original known as the voice, voice of, God? of God, George Burns. I don't know. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Sure. Sure. What was All his right. thing? Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars, Lion King, uh, a bunch of stuff. I, anyway, so if people are confused, what it? Wait, what is this? Uh, so. There is a HBO Max original reality series called Hard Knocks, uh, which is about life at training camp. And our favorite football team, the New York Jets, are the subject of that. This is a reality TV recap podcast. And so when it was announced, I said to Uncle Kiwi, I said, hey, should we do should we cover Hard Knocks? And he said, sure, why not? So we're here to talk about episode number one of Hard Knocks. Um, yeah, I do. I, you know, are you think we're going to make it all five episodes? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, uh, this is going to be interesting. I first, of all, I love the show. I was wide awake watching it, which was very rare for me to be watching television. Like I was watching it in the 11 o'clock hour in my bed and uh, one X like, speed, one X speed. One of the wow. only times that I am. It was compliment, a miracle for me to not be passed out. And I was wide awake. Now, I do think of it's your team and art the Jets for people don't know. We'll we'll be pretty basic here. So if you don't know football or hard knocks or anything, we'll explain. The Jets were on the show once before uh, and they were the biggest hit in the history of the show. Yeah, First 2010. year of Rob as a podcast. Also, were you podcast? Did you podcast about hard knocks or no? I did. I think one podcast with my brother about it. I did not do weekly coverage of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the Jets were on. They were they had a lot of big personalities, namely their coach rex ryan yes for, uh, uh, but now for people who that uh, rex ryan from the amazing race oh okay that's right from the amazing race mm-hmm. oh, from like certain feet related websites if you mm-hmm. dabble in those yeah and um he, i forgot rex ryan was on the amazing race that is very random yeah almost one year since uh, my exit interview spoiler alert um and uh so it's it the show used to be you know, very popular. Everything, of course, related to the NFL these days is extremely popular. But teams all have their own hard knocks. The Jets literally are still releasing their own hard knocks. It's a show called One Jets Drive, which is sanitized, but it's very good. No, it's a quality. It's like mm-hmm. you could turn it on and, you know, they have very good access. And I think every team basically has those. Yeah. Very sleekly made. Um, And there's a lot of hard knocks knockoffs. There's hard knocks in season. Uh, hard nothing knockoffs. On. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amazon Prime has uh, All or Nothing. Yeah. And Netflix just released quarterbacks. So there's a lot of competition, and not one team wanted to do the show this year. 
the but there are certain rules where basically the league can make you be on the show. Yes. Uh, imagine if like someone was on Survivor, but it was like contractual obligation. Against they had their to will. be there. Yeah. So the there. Jets didn't want to do it, and I think that they it would they thought of it as it would could be a distraction. But you know, I, I almost feel like that it, that's a, probably was like old thinking because I think that everybody came across there wasn't one person in the Jets organization that came across poorly like no. uh, this was basically as close as you could get to Jets propaganda and maybe that's why I loved it so much yeah I, it is true they're not going to show more than a like showing any dirty laundry yeah they're not going to show bad stuff people are aware the cameras are there and there's I mean at this point there's always cameras in the room like I said the team has their own right. cameras they might not be in like every meeting room, but these guys aren't on the field. They're surrounded by a zillion cameras. So who cares that there's eight more? HBO hey, does have Akiva, better look, Just because cameras. cameras are everywhere doesn't mean you don't catch bad stuff. Ask Big Brother fans about that. It's true. So, I, you know, I, I think it's, o- it's overblown how, how big of a distraction it would be to have. Yeah cameras there and i thought the episode everyone came off great and, Everybody came and it was great. a delight yes it was uh so so much fun and uh, you know i really felt like that the shift for me came after i watched the quarterback uh series and which we covered on nothing but netflix with your podcast co-host alexander chester where kirk cousins came off great and patrick mahomes came off great and it was like wow these guys are uh, you know incredible hard working and for Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, could have probably used uh, a little bit of like national PR uh, restoration that I think that this might be just what uh, was prescribed for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, this is real reputation washing for him because, I mean, listen, we're always going to like him now. He's RQB. That's my quarterback. But uh, most of the league has a negative opinion on him. Uh, you know, he had a lot of controversial COVID opinions and he's got a lot of weird like uh, health related stuff. But yeah. he came off unbelievably but, good in this but episode. Even, like, outs- he was like the host of the show. Outside of football things uh, that mm-hmm. also like, oh, he's a bad teammate. He's selfish. Uh, doesn't want to work with the young players. And I think that like he really put all of that to rest to the point where I think that Jeopardy is probably kicking themselves. They should have made Aaron Rodgers the host of Jeopardy, right? Yeah, I, people said he was like just mediocre. I didn't really watch his episodes, but um, yeah, he he. I think he wanted the job, and and he he was so gregarious. He was like the host of the show. Uh, There's yeah. not normally a host on the show, right? Right. Well, I kind of thought where all right, the Jets are going to do hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to hate this. He's not even going to mm-hmm. talk to the hard knocks cameras. Maybe you catch a glimpse of him, but they are going to be dealing with the bottom of the roster. Aaron Rodgers is going to want nothing to do with this. Nope. Uh, He's the star of the show. Main character energy. Yeah, he was all over the place. Um, He he's mentoring the younger players. He's like talking directly to the camera. I mean, this episode broke the uh, (laughs) the, the fourth wall, the fourth wall way more than I mean, they invited the the. Uh, Liev Schreiber, the um, longtime uh, voice of God, as they call him, narrator of the show. Does he anybody said he had else never, like, call Liev Schreiber the voice of God except for Aaron Rodgers? A good question. Let me let me look it up if he's ever been. I think if you to, Google Liev Schreiber, uh, voice of God, I think that only <laughs> recaps of Hard Knocks will come up. I don't know if anybody's ever said that before. And nobody has ever been more impressed with another human being than Aaron Rodgers was with Liev Schreiber. Yeah, he was really. I see. I see one thing <laughs> referencing Leo Schreiber's voice of God from before this week. 
on Google. Uh, yeah, he was like really, I think he was just being polite. Like the other players on the team probably don't know who Liev Schreiber is. Uh, no, I think th- Aaron Rodgers was like a Liev Stan. Like he was like going to Nathaniel Hackett or Robert Sala. Do you know who that is? Liev Schreiber is here. He's here. Don't blow this for me. Um, yeah, no, he was, he was like, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> yeah. He, he loved it so much, uh, that, uh, no, not one person there under 30 knows who Liev Schreiber is. Uh, but it was very important to Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that, that was like, I mean, Liev Schreiber is probably closer in age to Aaron Rodgers than Sauce Gardner is. Uh, no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rodgers turning, Rodgers turning 40 this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, he's, but he was so good. Aaron Rodgers was incredible uh, that he was great in terms of like how uh, how open he was to everything. His comments about the team, his love for the bromance with Nathaniel Hackett and then his mentorship of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was even likable on this Akiva. It is beautiful. So for people who don't know, Zach Wilson was the Jets' uh, golden boy quarterback. They drafted him third in the draft. They gave up a lot of assets to get him. He was supposed to be the savior of the franchise. He was immediately terrible. It did not work out, but he has a big contract. So he's stuck on the team as the backup quarterback. And um, in addition to not being good, he had kind of a bad attitude. Uh, he gave like some really bad interview uh, answers in interviews last year yeah. that basically got him canceled in New York. Uh, sports canceled. And they've made him likable. You're right. He's he's now uh, he's a like, plucky oh, underdog, s- uh, Zach uh-huh. Wilson. So easy to root for. Do we need to have like a Jets hater as like a, a third person on this podcast to uh, end up giving the contrarian opinion? Yeah, I mean Chester said he'll come on if we want. Uh, okay, maybe he- maybe next week. Uh, and the, but I I just I, I really love this. I was watching it with. The first lady of podcasting, I, that even she was, uh, wa- you know, glued to it. And she is not a uh, big Jets fan. Yeah, it's an easy watch, even if you don't care about football, because you're just learning about the players. And this episode, first episode is usually more broad. They also showed less of the preseason game than they normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually that's a bigger part of the show. There's like could be 15, 20 minutes, just the preseason game. Yeah. Um, the first episode is really introducing the, the main characters. And next week we'll get the plucky underdog who might make the team. Might not, which is sort of the um, the heart, the the hallmark of hard knocks. Okay, was there anything that surprised you in terms of uh, what was in the episode? Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, surprised me. I'm surprised because people thought, like you said, that Aaron Rodgers would not even speak to the camera. Yeah, the fact that he was basically following the camera around and not vice versa that that I found surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was doing a, a really great job, uh, and we got s- so much about him and so much about uh, Liev Schreiber uh, that I feel like that almost like the rest of the team, it was so uh, heavily focused on Aaron Rodgers. We spent a little time with Garrett Wilson, a little bit of time with Sauce, and that really that was about it. Yeah, we didn't. And we spent some time with the coach. Yeah. Also with Coach Sala. But, but very little. Right. Like we, we didn't follow Robert Sala home. Uh, we saw like, uh, you know, a couple of meetings. But really, it was like a, a little light on anything else except for Aaron Rodgers. It's true. I, 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 they usually bounce around from episode to episode, so I'm sure that will change. But uh, yeah, we met, we met one sort of plucky sort of 50-50, will he make the team or won't he? A guy, Chaz Surratt, yes. who I assume will be one of them. 
But one of the things we should mention is that the Jets, because they were so uh, reluctant to join to do this show, the best part of the show is when they show you the players being cut. And mm-hmm. supposedly the Jets are not willing to do that. I think that might change or maybe it'll be up to the player because once the player gets in the room, they already know why they're bringing yeah. their playbook or whatever. Uh, so maybe it'll be up to the individual players. But, but why do we need um, to see that? We I already know. That's one of my favorite parts of the, the show. Jets. Yeah. I mean, and, are, I mean, if you, are there that many tough roster decisions for the Jets? Ultimately, no, I feel like there's like the two Jets, or three guys that are on the bubble. The Jets roster at this point, the last year, I think they cut seven players who made other teams. So even getting cut by the Jets isn't isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that will be uh, ultimately fine. Like, uh, Kiva, uh, you know, you and I uh, don't get to talk too much Jets. I mean, what is your level of optimism heading into 2023? Uh, my level of optimism is very high. I mean, the Jets, uh, for people who don't know, have missed the playoffs for 11 straight years mm-hmm. and the longest of anybody I, in the NFL. I think it's longer than that. It's they they made the playoffs in, they, um, in 2010. 2010. All right. So that, yeah, I guess at this point it's 13 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. The last time um, they made the playoffs was when they were on hard knocks. Yes. Um, Think about it. This is, they have to, they got the hard knocks curse and they have to reverse the curse. So it, the, the longest drought of any team in Amer- in major North American professional sports. And, um, you know, they've had bad quarterbacks and now they have uh, an immortal level quarterback. Maybe he's too old to be the Aaron Rodgers who won the MVP a couple of years ago, but I do think um, expectations should be high. Can I tell like a really uh, depressing story? Um, please. <laughs> so um, this is the uh, Zach Wilson story again, right? No, it's, it's like sad, but so my grandpa, I've talked about him a lot of time in the podcast. He is 94 years old. And until this year, until very recently, he worked right. Mm-hmm. Um, and really he fell recently. He's okay, but uh, he's not, I don't think he's going to work anymore. So he's retiring after, 72 years in account, and I think he's done. And he said to me, he's like, really? Like, I'm not doing great, Akiva. I don't know how long, you know, I'm here. And he was just, like, upset. He wasn't, like, yeah. nothing was happening that day. And I said, Grandpa, can't go now. Like, the Jets are good. But he's such, like, a, a pessimistic Jet fan. He's like, they're good, but I don't know. Like, I'm going to stick around. They're not championship material. So oh, we need the on. Jets to be good this year. We need the Jets to be good this year. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Winnaker, we need you, we need you to call up Akiva with the Jets schedule still for uh, many That's years true. to come. Yeah, we need we need a a a, a you know Jets Super Bowl schedule this yeah. year. Yeah. Um I love Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. This is so exciting. I mean, the honeymoon with Aaron Rodgers uh, could not be going better, but that sometimes that there is like a dark thought that enters my head of like this is gonna end horribly, right? Oh yeah, I mean, listen, most marriages end in divorce. <laughs> uh, most, you know, like, this is gonna end really, really ugly, right? There's no good. Listen, right now, Rogers is it's the, such the honeymoon phase. Rogers saying, "I'm gonna be here multiple years. This is a two, three year thing. I didn't come for one year." But Rogers he gave like, thirty five million dollars back to the Jets. He gave thirty five million dollars back. He's like, I but don't here's need the all thing. this money. What do I need it for? Even though the team he played for, the Green Bay Packers, are ostensibly more popular, probably have more fans than the New York Jets. I mean, it's a small town in Wisconsin. The media is ultimately very limited. He has never dealt with, even as a famous person who's dated mm-hmm. legitimate celebrities before, 
Who is he pressure. dating? What's, I, I, you know, I really, the pre-2023, I don't know a lot about his off-field antics. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, you the, I'll give you the run there. But I, I just don't think the New York media, it's actually like understated how people like make a big deal out of it. They can, they can, you know, that's what happened to Zach Wilson last year. Like he gave a bad answer and the media basically wouldn't take no for, uh, you know, him losing his, his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who is he dated? Yeah. Olivia Munn. Okay. Danica Patrick. Okay. Shailene Woodley. And they were, him and Shailene Woodley were engaged, but never got married. Uh, but he's, is he dating Olivia Munn currently or that's over? No, these are, these are previous. Uh, is he single or we don't know? Olivia Munn is the John Mulaney, is with John Mulaney. So I hope not. With wow. Rogers. Okay. Boy, he, he was what, dating. I mean, that's. That's an interesting swing to go from Aaron Rodgers Mulaney to, to Rodgers. Yes. yes. I, I, or Rodgers to Mulaney. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I want to go to Ro- from Rodgers to Mulaney or Mulaney to Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, both, they both have had a lot of experience taking substances, but they're in Yes, substances. yes, yes. Uh, Rodgers, he's, he you know, uh, worked in New York. Yes, his girlfriend um, for a while, I don't know if he's still dating her, was this woman who called herself a witch. He was dating this like shaman witch type. Okay. Thing. I mean, we could I use th- that, right? I have not heard about her in a while, so it's very possible they broke up, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not tracking. We have to the mess mag. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, this is uh, very, very interesting. They, uh, will they explore any of this on Hard Knocks? No, he's not going to get into his personal <laughs> life. And just for, you know, maybe a, a non-sports fan listening to the reality TV people, uh, his brother was the bachelor. Yes, and him and his and him and his brother, uh, and their parents. Aaron Aaron does not speak to his brother or or his parents. We uh, hate him too. Word. Um, that being said, I do believe that Jordan Rogers is actually the host of another uh reality show currently. What show? I believe I believe he is the host of a show that uh that the uh, was recently featured in the Hot Dummies on Islands uh feed, The Big D. He's the ho- that's a divorce show? Yes. Uh yes. And I think that actually Kirsten and Maggie might have uh, quit podcasting about the big oh, D. I mean, then it's bad. If it, <laughs> yes, if yes. they quit in it the middle dr- of a hot it dummy got dumped show. from uh, hot dummies on islands. Well, I mean, that is that is uh yeah. that show must be. Speaking been of ugly divorces, uh yes, that that is uh, that's how bad uh it got for Jordan Rogers. So we're we're out on Jordan Rogers, okay? I think that basically, do you think that maybe part of the problem was with Aaron Rodgers was that they drafted a quarterback to succeed him that had the same name as his brother and he just hates all Jordans? He might hate Jordans, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wears Adidas shoes. Like, oh, I don't, because he's so good with Zach Wilson. I mean, it's like if you are Jordan Love, it's like, wait, what's wrong with me? Like uh, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't even talk to me. And that Aaron Rodgers is like basically like, uh, you know, uh, making his protege, Zach Wilson. It is an interesting theory. I hadn't thought that he just hates all Jordans. <laughs> um, now, Zach Wilson and Rodgers, do you think they're going to go out in the town together? Because I feel like they could do some damage. Wilson is famously, you know, into uh, yes. people his mother's age. Yes. Well, that might be like maybe they could go on a double date. Um, I, I think actually Olivia Munn was older than Aaron Rodgers. I think she's 43. Yes. So maybe like, yeah, like he'll date a witch and, and Wilson will date a MILF and they'll, uh, that'll <laughs> double date. Yeah. Uh, maybe you find some, some friends. Um, Akiva, one of the things that I wanted to highlight, uh, was 
that Aaron Rodgers uh, was talking as he was like waxing poetic about Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator for the Jets, who used to be the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, that uh, how Aaron Rodgers talks about Nathaniel Hackett. He's the best coach. And he really wants people to have a positive mindset when the team gets inside the 20. A lot of teams call it the red zone. Other teams call it the green zone. But Nathaniel Hackett calls it the gold zone. And yeah. in order to get Aaron Rodgers and the other Packers players hyped up that he would often show motivational clips from the Mike Myers essential film gold member this was and, shocking. And, and make Aaron Rodgers uh, memorize all these different clips about from gold member. Now I know why Hackett got oh, fired so gold. quickly. Is this what Sean Payton was? He heard about this. Now I'm sort of on his his side. Like he maybe hates. He's like, I like the original Austin Powers, but the third one. <laughs> now you and I just most recently. This is a huge Mike Myers week on the podcast because yes. uh, we had everything going on with now with Gold Member here. You and I just talked about on Robin to keeping for the uninitiated uh, podcast where we spin a wheel of ideas. To mm -hmm. talk about yes. uh, what's what's uh, what we're going to talk about, we just talked about 2003's "The Cat in the Hat," and on my new podcast with Josh Wiggler, "30 Years Greater," I just talked about "So I Married an Axe Murderer," which will be dropping this weekend. So Mike Crazy. Myers is everywhere in your life. Yes, yes. Um, so, what do you think of uh, Gold Member? That is shocking. It's the gold zone, and you have to get in. You, like he gets them into the mood. Uh, to score touchdowns by showing them clips. Of, I, I definitely watched Goldmember once, but I have not revisited the film. Mm -hmm. Do you think we need a Goldmember recap that will get us more pumped up for the Jets season? I have, what year did it come out? When, when were you and Josh? Get to it? I think. All right, uh, you're nine years away. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Beyonce has not been successful yet in destroying all copies of Goldmember. Wait, is she in Goldmember? Yes, she's. Uh, I, I, she plays uh, Austin Powers' love interest. That is shocking. <laughs> yes, we might have to. We might have to watch this movie. Maybe we should put it on our crappy movie diaper. Watch mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So we we might have to. But shocking. And Aaron Rodgers loves Goldmember. It was the green and gold, I guess, for the Packers. It is pretty funny. And and so the story with Hackett is this coach who did like a historically bad job last year sort of came in a, in a package deal with Rogers. He came first, but he's Rogers like best friend basically. And, and uh, it, Rogers calls him his favorite coach of all time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think, you know, I mean, he did a terrible job last year and a lot of people think he's a, he's a really bad coach. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else from uh, episode one of hard knocks? Do you want to highlight? So the, the, the strength of the Jets team is their defensive line. They have an unbelievable amount of talent there. And while we didn't really meet them personally, we did get to see them hanging out in the first episode. And they were talking about, uh, hey, we're going to hang out at one of their houses and someone's going to their house. And uh, they were talking about going to Broadway. And um, yeah. And uh, Tenzel Smart, uh, who <laughs> our name could be ironic, not sure. Mm -hmm. uh, was was saying like, what do you think? I'm not a Broadway person. They were saying maybe he shouldn't go to Broadway. He talk too much or something. And um, and uh, he he said like, you think I'm not fancy? We'll go out to dinner and Broadway show. 
I'll, I, you think I can't eat a coochie board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, is charcuterie like the height of fancy of like a fancy thing before Broadway? I don't know. It feels like more of a pasta dinner. You know, I don't know. I don't run in those circles, Akiba. So I'm not I the right person don't. to ask. I'm gonna walk in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, certainly a, a lot of fun moments. Uh, the Jets have been taking in a lot of Broadway shows. I think C.J. Uzama is one of the big uh, Broadway guys uh, for the Jets. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, you come to New York for he's he's been on the team before, but you come to New York for the first time, you check out some shows, then you realize, all right, most people are like, okay, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. For tourists. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I lived there for a long time. I wasn't a big Broadway person, but yeah. All right. So this was a, a really fun start to Hard Knocks. I don't know where we go from here. I mean, maybe do you think the producers are like hoping to stir up that there's going to be some controversy at Jet, Jet Camp? I mean, the thing is, like Jet Camp has been like uh, incredibly harmonious from all accounts. Yeah, I think they're coming off. You know what it is? It's like, imagine you had a series of terrible boyfriends, right? Right. You have all these terrible boyfriends, and every time it's like, oh, this guy's really attractive. This guy's really smart. This guy makes a lot of money. And then almost immediately, it turns out that they're losers, but you stick. You have to stick with them for a few years just because you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And now, we finally have a good boyfriend, a boyfriend that we could really like bring home to mom that that you know everyone would be proud of. And so I think that every, it, we're really in the honeymoon phase right now. And we're really in the honeymoon happy. phase. Yeah. So uh, I think that maybe uh, the Jets PR team is like, whatever you do, don't let Hard Knocks talk to Mackay Becton. Yeah. Mackay Becton, their enormous left tackle uh, is, yeah, he's one of the down spots. He is uh, uh, large, but never on the field. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Could have some gripes. Uh, he's mm-hmm. Maybe the, the one person who's the squeaky wheel here on this whole team. All right. So, uh, and then uh, Akiva, just any other thoughts on uh, Robert Sala, who we get to see a little bit more up close? Who, you know, I, I, res- I, I like him. I like him personally. We ranked him, I think, like 26th or 25th in our coach rankings on 32 fans that we just dropped. Uh, they haven't really won with him. I do respect him as a fellow person who has a lot of kids, a dad with a lot of kids. Yes. He has more than me. I do. I, I have five. He has six. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the many I, similarities with you and Robert Sala. Uh, well, I don't have a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both pretty jacked. What else? What are other? <laughs> we both spend a lot of time in the gym. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, Abrahamic religions. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I like uh, I, I like him, but he's not he's not an electric personality. This show starts off with him giving a speech about an eagle and a crow. Yeah. And I thought it's weird because like. The Eagles are another team. There's two green teams in the NFL, us and the Eagles. And they're, you know what I mean? We're not Eagles. They're, they're actually Eagles. very we're good. Jets. So like uh, yeah. if that maybe we like if we should aspire to be like the Eagles, like I think that uh-huh. that's actually a pretty good message. I agree. Maybe that's what he was saying. I thought he was yeah. like do you want to just tell the parable? Uh, and I don't know if anybody I didn't really understand. I don't. I didn't write so, down the parable. So what he honest. said was that okay. So he's he said I, I've been thinking about you guys, uh, and he said that you know. There that the eagle is only attacked by one other bird. The crow will come and then like attack the eagle at its neck. And rather than just like destroying the crow, which it easily could, it then flies as high as it can into the atmosphere where the crow can't breathe. And then the crow will ultimately fall to its death. And that's how the eagle likes to. And so we're we're gonna we're gonna just basically 
as Robert Sala said later on in the episode in regards to the Sean Payton stuff, if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Are we popping? Yep. Do we have enough I, haters? Well, we don't. Maybe we don't. Maybe it's a bad thing we don't have enough haters. Yeah. But like, I feel like, oh, this is pretty good. I feel like we don't have a ton of haters right now. But maybe it's because we're not popping. And maybe, maybe the times that we had the most haters was when we were the most popping. It's true. It is possible we were we were popping like Mary, and now we're not at all popping. I don't know, because mm-hmm. I haven't heard from the haters recently. But yeah. uh, we're not encouraging the haters to come out. Well, if they come out, I'm just going to say, oh, I guess we must be popping. Must be popping. We must be popping. I don't hate nobody's in this town. You know, one other thing that I want to uh, mention, Akiva, I thought this was maybe a shout out to us. Uh, so... When the Liev Shriver lands uh, via helicopter, uh, mm. some of the uh, Jets players are like, uh-oh, like, what's, what's going on here? What's, what's up with uh, this helicopter landing? And um, a, a couple of the Jets players were talking and uh, they said, uh-oh, like, we don't want uh, any ops at our practice. Yes. And Is that that's Michael our Carter, word. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, by the way, I was like very, I didn't know Leah Schreiber came to camp, uh, no spoilers on hard knocks. So He's I, never uh, done it before. He said, yeah, he, he said he had never been to a practice before, but I, I thought it was like a big celebrity in the, um, yeah. Who did you in, think it in, could have been? Well, I thought a, it might be the owner, but that's not really his thing. He's, no, I think he's, he was he's already there. Of, he was already there and he's for a billionaire. He is not particularly fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure he has a helicopter, but it, so I didn't know. Method Man was at practice. Method there was Man some was there. Sure. Did you think it was Red you Man Barbara. that was coming in the helicopter? Maybe it was. Yeah, I'm not, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Method Man seemed to be a pretty big Jets fan. Also, who knew? Since when? I also like. I like the old players. Sauce Gardner, who's on the Jets, went back to University of Cincinnati, graduated. Yeah. They also showed Nick Van Exel, the uh, old Lakers star. Mm-hmm. I like when the old players get get degrees. Uh, that makes me happy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this was uh, a very, very fun start to uh, episode one, even though it was a little light on substance, we were loving it. And mm-hmm. I guess let's, let's hear from you all. If we should come back, I guess haters, let us know if we're popping or not. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe we should, uh, we should come back, but I thought that, you know, reality TV podcast, new reality show. We should come here and then remind people to check out Robin and Keeping the Podcast every weekend. You better attend, right? Yeah, we, we you know we haven't really discussed this on the aforementioned Robin and Keeping the Podcast recently. We're gonna have our five year anniversary next weekend. So. Oh, I didn't even. Well, this snuck up on me. I know we were talking about maybe getting together in person, but I don't even think yeah. you're coming this way, right? I'm not right now, but uh, we got to talk about that in a few days. What should we do for our Boy, five year anniversary? Is it what's the date for our five year anniversary? I think the first in my head, the first episode of Robin Akiva was the 18th. So it'd be a week from Friday. Okay, week from Friday. So uh, what do you think? Gold member? Gold member? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's usually the, the five year anniversary is gold, I think. So gold member. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as as uh, everybody knows. I love gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, all right. So, and then coming up on Robin Keeping Need a Podcast this weekend, uh, we've got Wiki Links. Uh, we are going to be uh, bouncing around Wikipedia and trying to get from a one link to another and bantering all the way on this week's Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Akiva, what's coming up for you this week? 
Uh, I've done like 10 podcasts already, mostly 32 fans. It is the reason for the season. We do. We speak to a fan of every NFL team in 32 days. That's gotten underway. Uh, some of them are on Patreon. Most of them are on the main feed if you want to check it out. And I just recorded another episode of NGOG. There are about four or five episodes that lay a claim to being the 100th episode of New Girl. So I don't know if this is one or 101, but mm-hmm. uh, yet another episode of New Girl Old Guys. We struck on. We're like uh, 65% of the way done at this point. Okay. All right. Well, keep up the good work. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for Robin Akiva Get Knocked Up. We'd love to hear what you thought about this and if we should uh, keep going uh, next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.